Tessa Blanchard has resurfaced for the first time since being released from Impact Wrestling, and now people are debating whether or not she'll end up in WWE or AEW. My name is Michael Valenti, and I believe she's going to be going to AEW. Ralph, do you agree with me? I cannot say I agree with you on this. I do not. I believe she will wind up in either NXT or go straight to the main roster of WWE, but I do not believe that she's going to go to AEW. Why do you say that? Well, there's a number of reasons why I feel that way. I think the strongest reason of them all is just the fact of the the sheer talent, the amount of talent that WWE has at their expense, whether that's at the NXT level or the main roster level. Um, when you talk about Tessa Blanchard and you think about some of the things that people think, uh, talk about as being important in the professional wrestling industry, so there's a term or a phrase called paying your dues. Now, I think a lot of people would agree with the statement that Tessa Blanchard Working in Impact Wrestling, a lot of people would agree with the fact that her being at Impact Wrestling was really her paying her dues. And I say that because Impact Wrestling is not the number one wrestling promotion in the world. It's not even the number two wrestling promotion in the world. It might not be three. It might be somewhere in the top five, depending on who you ask. Now, right. Tessa Blanchard, over the past year, despite having all these issues and you know things brought up against her and accusations made about her, she was able to really kind of uh, go out there and get her name out there for some of the things that she did and a lot of the accomplishments she was able to uh, succeed in. Now, with that being said, I don't see her going to a company like AEW with the roster that they have and expecting her to really help build up their women's division. See, I disagree. I disagree. I think... She would be the person that would want to be the face of a, of a roster as opposed to being second wheel to the already deep women's roster that WWE has. Like, do you expect her to be the face of the women's roster when you already have Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai? As deep as that roster is, she gets put in there. She might be lost in the pile where if she goes to AEW, she's instantly put into the title scene. She'll be put in with people that... I think can have good matches with her with the likes of Hikaru Shida. If Thunder Rosa stays around in AEW, I think they could have a good match together and the roster will grow with her. So I think in that regard, Mm. she could actually help AEW more than she would help WWE. So there's, there's, there's no guarantee. And I have considered that there's no guarantee that the roster is going to grow with her. I mean, to really try to compete with the women's roster in comparison to NXT or WWE, they'd have to go and get some top tier talent from some other organizations because, you know, there's it's nothing against the talent that they have right now. But I think most people would agree that AEW is really years behind NXT and WWE, and that's not meant to be a knock as far as their women's division is concerned. It's just, you know, when you look at the feeder system that NXT really is and what they've been able to produce for over the past, uh, I don't know, let's say eight to 10 years. I don't know how, however long the, the women's revolution has really been going on and talking about like even when Charlotte and Becky and all of the four horsewomen were in developmental, you know, that's, that's a lot, a lot of years of a head start in comparison to what AEW has there. So while she can certainly go there and be one of the top competitors and the top uh, you know, women in the women's division for AEW, does she really want to do that in th- at this point in her career? You know, does she, does she really want to go and essentially do what she did for Impact Wrestling for AEW? Now, 
yeah, she could have some good matches against some of the people that you mentioned, Hikaru Shida, uh, supposing that, you know, Thunder Rosa is still there if they decide that there's this partnership is still going to be uh, intact between NW, um, NWA and AEW. Yeah, that that's certainly possible, but it's not guaranteed. You know, True. so so outside of the uh, outside of your Harko Oshida's, outside of your Britt Baker's, like then what? Then where do they go? Then what do they do? Well, Nullify it'll... forward. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I'll admit the roster is very green, but there's a lot of promise with this women's division. When you have the likes of Nyla Rose, you have the likes of Britt Baker, Penelope Ford, Hikaru Shida, Riho. You know, there's a lot of talented women there. It's just that the storylines haven't been great for people to really invest in it. And yes, the matches have been hit or miss. Some of them have been really good. Some of them have been botchy. But you could say that with NXT as well. You could say that with WWE. They have some great top talent, but they have some other wrestlers that are are on the green side or they haven't developed the way that people expected them to or they're not booked in the proper position. For someone like Tessa Blanchard, let's not forget, She's only 25 years old. She just turned 25 over the summer. So she can necessarily be that person that builds the AEW women's roster, build her credibility up even more. So let's say in four or five years, she's 29, 30 years old, still might not be at the peak of her career yet. Go to WWE and still have those dream matches with Becky, those dream matches with Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte, and still deliver a very good match and still be the top of that women's division. That could be true, but you have to also consider this just because she's going to AEW and being the big fit or the, uh, you know, the big fish in the small pond doesn't necessarily mean that she is gaining credibility. You gain credibility by going to the top professional wrestling promotion in the world and competing it with and against the top professional wrestlers in the world to show that you're at that level. True. But you also can get that credibility by building a weak, weak division and making it, somewhat relevant or even very relevant, making it the the focal point of a promotion before going to WWE. Impact Wrestling has really built their women's division and Tessa was on the forefront of that to the point where she did everything she could in the women's division and faced off against men, beating Sammy Callahan for the title, fighting Brian Cage, who's now in AEW. So definitely going to be someone that could vouch for her in AEW when, you know, we talk about the allegations, the accusations that she has against her. There's definitely going to be people on both sides that could help her and also not help her get a position in WWE or AEW. So I'm glad you brought up the help part of this because I think, so can we agree that at, at, very, at the very least, one of the weaknesses of AEW to this point has been the women's division. And that's yes. not to knock the talent. It's just, it has been. Right. From a storytelling standpoint and some of the matches we've seen in the ring, whether they've been bocce or whatever the case may be, that's been one of their weaknesses. Now, would you rather trust her going to WWE, working her way up through NXT, going to the main roster and being able to work with the likes of Triple H, who has, you know, time and time again, no matter who it's been over the past, you know, however long, five, six, seven, eight, however many years, he's been able to take the women's division and really help position it to be something that you're supposed to care about. A lot of the women that come out of NXT having worked under, you know, the supervision of Triple H and not just Triple H, but the people he's put around them, they know how to work. They know how to cut promos. They know how to feel important. They know how to, you know, go out there and put on good matches. And we see that time and time again, so much to the point where, you know, even going back about a year ago, we had a discussion where we said, look, NXT Women's Division is in trouble. They don't have anybody left. 
every time they call people up to the main roster, they lost Shayna Baszler. Okay, Rhea Ripley, you're next up. Triple H and the team around him are able to do that. Now, what I would like to point out is this. Would you rather trust her going there and working with Triple H and that team behind her to make her feel special? Or would you trust Kenny Omega, who has been criticized pretty heavily for the way he's been booking and handling the women's division to this point? Valid point, valid point. But I think if she's in AEW, she will be booked like the top star in the division. In NXT, she probably would be booked as the top person as well, the top woman in the division as well in NXT. But when she goes to that main roster, if Vince sees her with Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Becky, do we get the same kind of booking with her? And I don't know if she would be willing to take that risk. Whereas, like I've said, she will be the top dog in the women's division in AEW. She would still be able to work independent shows. It seems like as we see numerous AEW wrestlers taking in um, independent shows, or if she wants to do shows with stardom in Japan, she could do that with AEW. Whereas WWE it's WWE and that's it. So I think the flexibility also could be taken into consideration here as to why she would be, a part of AEW over WWE. Me, in my personal opinion, I put her right up there alongside the names like Charlotte Flair and some of the very best women, professional women uh, wrestlers in the world right now. And I just, to me, at the end of the day, I think WWE right now can really offer her a lot more. You know, we're talking about once this situation with the pandemic is over, you're talking about potential main event type match where her and Charlotte Flair go at it in front of 80 plus thousand individuals Mm -hmm. at a sold out stadium right now, AEW can't offer her that at best. They can offer her a main event spot where, you know, even if fans start to come back 10,000, we'll say 20,000 people sold out great crowd, a couple of good feuds, unless they can really build up their women's division quickly and pull some top-tier women's uh, talent from other companies. Yeah, it's possible. But the path to getting to that is what's going to take a long time. And I'm not convinced at this point in her career, if she's willing to say, okay, I'll sign with AEW for five years, give up five years of my career to try and you know build up the women's division when there's really not that path to that stardom, that 80-plus thousand WrestleMania spot that you can get. She can realistically have that. Mm-hmm. Even We didn't even bring up Ronda Rousey. You know, if they build her up, granted, I know people are critical of Ronda Rousey, but at the very least, she's a draw. She's a big name and it would get a lot of attention. That's if she ever comes back. That's if she's ever coming back. I know there's been rumors circulating that she's coming back or starting to plan something. But even then, those are just rumors and speculation. Go ahead. Right. Right. And let me ask you this. Is there a bigger match in your mind? where you can bring somebody in from outside the WWE to face somebody like a Charlotte Flair or even Becky Lynch. Is there a bigger person that can come in and have that immediate impact that's in a a professional wrestling uh, level in the women's division? To the casual fan, probably not. But the reason that that is the case is because of her father, and that is Tully Blanchard, and that's another reason why she might decide to go to AEW instead of WWE, is you have Tully Blanchard as her father there, Her stepfather is Magnum T.A., who is the godfather of Cody Rhodes. You know, she goes to Instagram and says she wants to control her narrative and she wants to, you know, make sure that people don't have a negative connotation to her. I think having someone like Tully and Cody backstage that know her 
from not just a wrestling standpoint, from a personal standpoint, that could keep her in line. Whereas WWE, if she's going to be one of those that has a bad reputation, Vince might actually just bury her because of that. Or Triple H might not condone that. And we won't ever see these dream matches. Whereas AEW, she might stay in line. It's certainly possible. And, you know, the other thing you have to consider here is this. Yes, she does come with those accusations in that baggage. Unfortunately, whether you choose to believe it or you choose to believe her, whatever the case may be, wherever you stand on what side of the argument you stand on it, it it doesn't really matter. But the thing that I would like to point out is this. Look, Tony Khan was already critical of Hulk Hogan, and I think it was his wife. Yep. Saying that they would never. Yeah, ex-wife. They would never be a part of AEW because of, you know, obviously... Hulk Hogan has quite a few allegations that that are going against him, and that's not what the company wants. They don't want to represent that, so on and so forth. So there's actual proof that he did that, though. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm I, again, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not denying that this didn't happen, or it, I'm not saying it did or didn't happen. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is WWE is a little more open and forgiving with those types of things, and they will go True. to that and try to protect their talent. You know, we've seen that with. Velveteen Dream, and not necessarily where they're trying to protect the talent, but if it's best for business, like Vince and Triple H, like they always say, then it's best for business. We've seen falling out, so we've seen issues where, you know, despite all the issues with Hulk Hogan, he was welcomed back at some point. So if she does come with this baggage and 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 all that, where you know some fans are going to turn against her, no matter where she goes, I, I think to me, WWE seems like a more likely landing spot because they've been a little more tolerant of people coming in with previous issues with either the company or some baggage. And AEW just seems to have a completely different culture. I don't know if culturally she's going to fit with that company just because of the allegations. And that's the thing, like, is Tony Khan going to say similar to, like you said, with Hulk Hogan, like, no, you're not going to, you're not going to come here. We're not going to allow that. True. And granted, there's no proof. I mean, there, there is the allegation and I'm not trying to say, believe the accuser or believe Tessa. Right. I'm not here to discuss that. But at the same time, like you bring up the culture thing. If it is where, okay, maybe she wasn't, maybe she didn't say racist things, but she actually was a bully backstage. Again, I think having Tolly there gives Tony that a little bit more confidence to be like, all right, if she starts to make it a little toxic environment, Tolly can set her straight. Or yeah. Cody could set her straight, or Brandy could set her straight. Whereas in WWE, either they don't care, or they make it a point that they really will care, and she gets future and endeavored. It's very like WWE one one person gets protected, the other person gets released, and we've seen that in various various cases. So yeah, it all depends. But I, I honestly think at the end of the day, it will come to who wants her more and who's willing to probably pay her more. And I think right now, AEW probably needs her more and they might be willing to spend the extra dollar on her, whereas WWE might not. I, I see. I, I'm going to I'm going to disagree, but we've known that from the beginning. I say she goes to WWE. I think they make her an offer she can't refuse. I just think that with AEW in their current uh, position in, in the women's division, it's just I can't see her going there and trying to rebuild the entire women's division on her shoulders. Granted, it'd be something that she can certainly, you know, brag about. It's, it'd be impressive, but I just don't see it happening. I see her going to WWE, having those dream matches, 
working against the likes of Charlotte Flair in front of 80 plus thousand people, hopefully sometime soon. That's where I see her going, WWE or NXT. All right. Well, we'll leave it up to our wrestling community in the comments. Where do you think she ends up in AEW or WWE? Don't forget to share us all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCPB Podcast. And to join the conversation, subscribe, hit that bell for notifications. For Ralph Valenti, my name is Michael Valenti, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.